Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fallout Roundtable. This is a place where diverse individuals discuss various topics from the Fallout universe. Join us, the conversation has already started. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Fallout Roundtable. I'm your host, Maverick Stone, and these lovely people with me are as followed. State your names. Hello, it's me here, Gingerino42. Thanks for having me on the podcast. I'm really looking forward to getting... I'm just kidding. Could you imagine if I tried to maintain that? This just say, when did you become <laughs> I just, I just realized halfway through, I'm like, I don't really... I don't want to offend the leprechauns in our audience, you know? So I... That's uh, not a true yeah, no. Uh, it's me, Gingerino42. Uh, super excited to be on this show and get talking about Fallout. Are we supposed to talk about ourselves? I don't know. Can we use anything? That's no. Just... Okay, no, good. Not at all. Move on. I'm Jaxus. Uh, you can find me at Jaxus1975. And I'm here to hang out and talk about Fallout in every which way possible. I reintroduced myself. Romer, your turn. I'm trying to be <laughs> professional about this. Okay. <laughs> I'm Romer. How's it going? Hey, this is Sassy Lady, and I'm excited to be here with you guys. But first two factions that are on the docket are the Caesar's Legion versus the Enclave. Who would win in a war? Damn, that's a good one. Okay. Hmm. That, is a, that is a good pairing. Okay, hmm. Caesar's Legion versus the Enclave. Okay, can and we we're assume... Talking about, we're, we're assuming they, they Fallout 3 didn't happen. So Just so kidding. they still have they still have their oil rig. They still got all their crap. Gotcha. Oh, I, okay. I want to Okay, where is everyone leaning right now? Let's get a, let's get a vote. Who is leaning towards Enclave? I am leaning towards Enclave. I am leaning, leaning towards Enclave. Who's leaning I'm towards I'm going Legion, I think. Ooh, Romer, what are you doing? Ooh. I think I'm <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Um <laughs> I think I'm going to go with the less assholey of the two assholes. So I'll go with the uh, Enclave. Okay, Enclave. I'm also Woo! leaning Legion Enclave with Jaxus. Now, in part of my research with the Legion, didn't they ban chems and uh, men tats and shit like that? Yeah, all chems and alcohol. The Legions right, exactly. are strange. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, They don't have premarital sex and they don't do drugs or alcohol. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, means clear words, they do everything no, else bad. Yeah, but they've got clear heads, and exactly. that doesn't mean that they lack intelligence. You know? I, I feel like the, I feel like Caesar's Legion would win because most of the Enclave are still sleeping in a vault somewhere. <laughs> the new Enclave is sleeping in a vault somewhere. <laughs> yeah, the exactly. new the the ones in Appalachia they are in a vault. The ones on the West Coast they are awakening. On their oil rig. With yeah, see, they're in the middle of the ocean, and... just chickening it up over there. <laughs> and then we got the East Coast, which I think that is the remnants of the West Coast. So I guess mm-hmm. everything would come from the West. Okay, Mav, since you got such Enclave love, why don't you tell me right now, why does the Caesar's Legion lose to the Enclave? The, the Enclave has better military tactics. They have better heard, equipment. I, yes, that too. They got power armor. They got um, they got them whirly birds that the Brotherhood mm-hmm. uses as well. So you're saying technology. Too. You're saying technology, technology. and tactics. Yeah, I am. I am using the technology and tactics card. Yes, yes, I am. Okay, I want to push. I want to push back on that. Okay, because one, the hit e- me, bro, hit okay. me. Here's the easy. Whenever <coughs> you're like, who would win in a fight? The easy answer is always to be like, that's easy. The guy with the big guns, or the one with the most people, or the heaviest technology. As you know, what you cannot discount 
really good military tactics or ideologies or the, the way that your people even work together. And I think... Or how they worship you like a god. Yeah, exactly. As I think, mm. like, as much as they have technology on their side, I think the Caesar's Legion are able to combat that. Because if you look at the history of the Caesar's Legion, they have conquered, what, 57 different tribes of people that are trying to survive in the wasteland. And not that they just conquer them, but they assimilated them into their mm -hmm. own ideology. Like that's, that's next level domination. The Enclave <laughs> haven't even gotten anywhere close to doing something like that. Okay. First that's off, true. we're talking about groups of people who are surviving in the wasteland. They do what versus, they gotta do not to die. Right. Yeah, exactly. They're doing exactly you're gonna, what they You're going to join whatever. Yeah. Versus a group, an organization with tactics. They have tactics of, of their own. They have the whirly birds. They're not whirly the vertebrates you know they they have the tech and everything and stuff like that so yeah i mean you you look great in formation marching on the ground when they're flying over your head dropping bombs in your head you know so <laughs> just putting that out there so i i get what you're saying but at the same time we're also talking about you know it, it's it's like i don't know it, it's kind of like uh, Civil War army mm -hmm. going up against a you know an army from you know World War One. You got a good organization, you got good formations, blah blah blah. But you know they they got birds in the air. They've got uh, they've got uh, 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 um, I can't think the weapons, got, tactics, technology. Well, I, I'm just I'm just saying in general. I'm just saying with your comparison of them, you know, oh, they took over, they took over 50 regions, whatever. 57 different uh, people groups and cultures that were existing post-war. Right. Exactly. But here's the thing. Like, I understand what you're saying. Totally get that. But there are many um, instances in our own history where just because there were higher numbers and better technology and even better military tactics, that doesn't necessarily guarantee victory. There's been a lot of of human history wars where the people who looked like they should have lost didn't lose because they had better organization and they had better understanding of how their army worked. The other, uh, the enemy army worked Psychology. and also the environment. Exactly. Well, it's not just home yeah. field advantage. It's just an understanding of the art of war and Caesar. You can break someone's will without firing a shot. Yeah, think about this. Like, he takes people from other cultures, basically turns them into slaves, and convinces them that it's a good idea. Like, that's what this guy does. You're going right. to tell me you're gonna, you can't fight that with a gun. And that's what Caesar's Legion does. What happens when Caesar's gone and you lost your charismatic leader? What happens then? I mean, he can't live forever, what right? What happens? What happens to the Enclave when their leader's gone? Well, it's the thing is, being... But being a military organization like that, they have a military hierarchy and the training that they're just going to come up with somebody else who's just like them. Yeah, they're based you know, off many, the same kind of legion element. But how many charismatic them. leaders like Caesar are you going to be able to come up with? That's true, but he has trained the people under him to continue doing the work that he has already started. I mean, the guy basically just sits in a tent now. Yeah, exactly. Slowly dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Whoa, dude, spoiler. It could be Hell like yeah. Weekend at Bernie's, man. He could already be dead and just chilling. It could be Weekend at Bernie's. There you go. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Somebody standing behind him going, hello, I'm Caesar. <laughs> Pay no mind to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> exactly. It's me, Caesar. 
He's got his arm wrapped around Keep looking at the little picture of Elmo while you're doing the Caesar talk. Look look at my giant white pit boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the the Elmo. I'm watching Elmo dance on a toilet while he's doing this. Don't do that. (laughs) It's it's hilarious. Oh my god. So we voted. Oh, there we go. Um, Oh, that's even better, man. Well, so we've got the arguments out there. I mean, we got some pros and and do we have some cons about each one of the factions that we believe would kind of knock the other out of contention? Is there any cons that you can think of that would really matter? I'm going to go with with the Ginger cons on are the fact different faction well, altogether. Yeah, that's a that's yeah, Australia. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah, it's a different faction altogether. But <sighs> you know, Ginger had a point where womp, they're going to be more adept at like military tact or not military tactics, but like um, you know that whole dirty fighting. You know where you're fighting in the woods and you're jumping out of bushes and whatever that. The guerrilla warfare. The guerrilla oh, yeah. warfare. Thank you. I couldn't think of that word to save my life. They have more of that style, and of course, you know, anytime that you have people that are following, like in a blind allegiance, which I would, I would argue that you would probably also have that with the enclave because they demand that. But whenever yes, you have do. a situation like that, you know, you're dealing those, with fanaticism in the direction. Exactly. exactly. They're both yeah. that way. But you know, you which, have which you know, basically. Group do you want to be in more. <laughs> well, it's not so much what you want to be in, but it's like, as far as who's going to win, it's like, is your, you know, your smart as a fox guerrilla warfare group versus your, we're going to only fight this way because that's what we're trained to do. That, that could even be problematic if you can't think outside of that, you know, PA box. That's you know? the argument I've got where the Legion, because of their outside yeah. the box abilities, because right. I mean, if they get their hands on some power armor... Yeah, gotta, I mean, you know, yeah. Who's all they got to do is steal this. T- you know, I don't. I don't think the Legion would use the power armor though. They like pretty much are, are minimalists. One thing I didn't think about too is the Enclave, and this is a point in there because this is an open discussion. We don't have to like like be at war with each other. They do have mm-hmm. intelligent yeah. death claws. That's like, right. They do have they intelligent. They do have yeah, intelligent death claws. That's right. They they do, and that goes a lot towards you know negating that that smart. You know, guerrilla warfare tactics. Legion are, are uh, by like seventy percent all like hammer swingers, right? They're all melee. Yeah. Well, so yeah, That's the way the, the way them. the Caesar's Legion military tactics work is they send the <laughs> close combat melee fighters out first to wear out the enemy, and then slightly more better uh, officers second wave, and then the best officers are saved for last because the enemy is worn out or what have you. See, this this makes me think of actual history, like the army versus the Indians, you know, back before the Indians got guns and things like that. It's like, well, that's where my brain goes automatically right. with all this has got to go down to military tactics. And, right, because we already saw that, how that yeah, played out. And that's why I was like, well, you could be surprised. That's why I was like jumping on the Legion train. But with their lack of uh, ranged capabilities in high right. regard, that could definitely be a hindrance because, I mean. If you can't get to the front line to yeah, even throw yeah. the blow, how are you, you know? Exactly. Well, exactly. I mean, the officer, a lot of them do use long ranged ones, but I guess one downside, now I'm thinking about it, they introduced this in New Vegas, actually, how they, Caesar's Legion fought against the NCR 
and the NCR mm-hmm. just shot the officers from far away. So then all, right. all the so all the lower tier yeah, they were like, we don't know what to do. We don't have people right. telling us how yeah. to. So they went into Boulder City and got blown the hell up. Yeah, that's so what you do. true. There's, yeah. there's, there's also your your issue. That's the problem with, with hive mind. The fanatical leaders and stuff like that. Yeah. You lose the fanatical leader. The rest of them are kind of like, they don't know if the shit or yeah. watch. Whereas, exactly. with, whereas with you know rank and file, not rank and file. That's not the word I'm looking for. With like the 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 enclave military, they they have a system. So it's like you right. take out. The, so the, you take out the the officers in the back. They still have people who can tell. Them, okay, he's gone. Somebody's going to pick it up. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so who's got to? It's actually. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to wait towards the enclave. We got to get our vote in there so we can move on here. Oh, yeah, it's honestly it's a tough call. I feel like le- the Legion has the military organization to pull off a victory against the enclave. But I mean, the enclave have intelligent death claws. Attrition wise, well, and then attrition wise. It oh just, no, gorilla, gorilla tactic. I think, yeah. The death claws. Yeah, right. it doesn't get more gorilla than a freaking intelligent death claw, my dude. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. so I, I don't know. I think I'm going to start leading towards the Enclave myself as well. So, okay. So if, I'm be, two, if I'm being objective, I think all of us are leading Mavs towards the Enclave. Mavs on Enclave, uh, Romer, Sassy. All right, I think, mm-hmm. I think the Enclave moves forward. Somebody please take note of this. I will. Yes, someone please take note. I put got it. it. Put it. All right. Steer. Beep, beep. Everybody on. What about our next two? What do we got next? Our next two on the docket today be the Brotherhood of Steel versus the Responders. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Let's just not all just say the Brotherhood of Steel because we all know the Brotherhood of Steel would wreck the responders okay just in terms of numbers let's say for the sake of argument that like it was an equal like there was an yeah, equal yes, amount for of sake people of argu- yeah let's say what for kind sake of, of argument so what kind uh, what so do the for, responders have for anybody who's not familiar responders were basically your crisis you know formation um that everybody came together trying to help people after the bomb. So they were the, they're the oldest faction in the game, to be honest, because they formed I mean, directly I like after in the, the series, war. I feel like in, in close to in this. Well, so, you know, and they're made up of basically the remnants of your medical personnel, your police, you know, um, forces and um, firefighters, just anybody who would normally respond to a disaster that's what they did. They responded to this disaster and then they just kind of formed that. Now, they probably wouldn't win, you know, against any other big faction on their own, but they did form alliances early on with factions that could go up against somebody, which is funny that you put them with the Brotherhood because they worked with the Brotherhood in the beginning and they also worked with the Free States because they could provide food and medications whereas the others could help provide things that responders needed, you know, I mean, and they could provide help. That's got to count for something. The fact that you can gain the negotiability. Yeah, right. Like, that matters, you know? Yeah. I mean, and granted, politics, everything... They're, they're better at their politics. Well, everything did fall apart eventually because nobody really had good communication when the Brotherhood started focusing more on, you know, the scorched war and the, you know, the plague and all that. And the responders didn't quite understand, like, why do you want more from us? Why do you want more from us? And you're pulling away. 
And then everybody just got kind of mad at each other and everybody went their separate ways, which was not good. And I think that was like the downfall of pretty much everybody early on in that area because nobody could work together. And therefore they all went extinct. Well, that's one of my arguments with the, with a lot of this was um, my first thing was the leadership who's running which factions and doing what at one point mm -hmm. I was asking that because of how questionable the leadership is across the board. Yeah. Like a lot of, you know, just a lot of these factions just couldn't hold it together. Am I wrong? When you am just... I wrong in thinking that the, uh, um, the responders were pretty much like each, each group was pretty much self-contained and they didn't really have a, I mean, they had like a leader of their group, but there wasn't like an overall. Well, they, they kind of had an, an overall like de facto leader, but, and I think that was Melody Larkin. I believe she was the one and they, they kind of had that, but. Okay. Leader or organizer. They weren't, they weren't really good. Well, I mean, I don't like, they probably like, she was probably ne never meant to be a leader. Right. She just kind of, ended up being the leader because that's just what happened you know because a lot of people got wiped out it's so, hard to say because they're extinct now as she put it right i'm sorry yes. when you said that they were extinct my brain immediately <laughs> went to like it 200 years in the future when people are going through a museum and be like and here we have the exhibit of an ancient <laughs> dinosaur the responders <laughs> well that's pretty much it though. <laughs> they I mean, had they three all, eyes and they all succumbed limbs. to the scorched plague and they were all beaten back you know one at a time you know the the like the raiders were all running away from it. I think they're the only ones who managed to survive because they were running away from it. The uh, brotherhood was trying to fight screaming it. for help through the hollow tape. Oh, yeah, and so the they, brotherhood all died, and so the, the responders they all died. They stayed during the whole scorch plague thing, is what you're saying? They were trying to. They were trying to make a cure. They were trying to make the vaccine. That's right. You know, that's what they they were trying to save everybody. The problem was is that. They ran out of time. That's the same as the brotherhood. Tenacity. They ran out of time. Yeah, but that's like that's a group of people that stay back to fight the good fight, no matter the yeah. Cost. That and that's too. the thing, and that's that's what I that's, and that's the what honorability I was of it all. Is that they're they're always going to be there? They're always going to be putting themselves in that situation over and over again. They're not going to give up. They're going to stay no matter what. Like they're not just going to walk away and go, "Yeah, we can't win this thing." You know, they're okay. going to stay and help people because that's who they are. Okay, but now here's the question. Okay, well, mm -hmm. this is the responders as we see them. Now, mm -hmm. if they're going up against the Brotherhood, how do they engage with that threat? I don't... See, that that's the tough part because, you know, if the Brotherhood just wants to walk in and shoot them with their laser weapons and they can't do anything to them because they're all wearing power armor, that's that's definitely... <laughs> Yeah, not going not, to work out yeah if it was just gun to gun then obviously the brotherhood win let's for the sake of argument say the responders had the one up on them and they were able to fight them on their own terms how do you think the responders would go about trying to defeat the brotherhood well they would have to organize and i mean they did have police but i don't know like what type of police they had like did you yeah, have like x-ray rudimentary weaponry right uh, i mean i, I don't think they had anything super fancy like, what if you it know? was just one platoon of responders against one platoon of Brotherhood? What the, what would the tactic be is what I'm trying to think of. And I honestly, I can't think of anything that they would be able to utilize. That Honestly, I think the responders would be using a tactic of non-aggression. They would right. probably attempt to get away. Yeah, and that I think would that be they their, would... their tactic was be to be unseen. Because and, live and to fight I, another day is what they need to do. Am I out of line thinking that they would, like, try and... Um, 
lead the brotherhood into like a situation that they're like not comfortable, but they're trapped. Yeah. Lead them like, in a trap or something. Lead them into a trap yeah. or lead them into mm-hmm. like a, like a burning cave or something like that. To where, you know, they kinda have <laughs> That's a, what the fire the, the responders are, are just on one. They're on one side of river and they're like, Oh, come over here. Yes. There's a little <laughs> Island between you and I don't worry. There's nothing on the Island. <laughs> nothing at all. Don't mind the death claw. He's friendly. Damn it, Jeff. Don't tell him about the death claw. <laughs> yeah, I love the mission that makes you walk up to try to make friends with it. That's great. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> making friends with the death claw. Should we talk about Rose? We <laughs> <laughs> oh need to put no, it to I a think... vote. And now, a word from our sponsors. Yeah, I think that that's, that's what they would have to do, is just try and outsmart the obviously better fitted you know and the, and the fire breathers i mean they were going through specialized training in order to be able to to do crazy things so that they could go up against the score that's true that like if a job. fire breather decided to be like hey we're going to trick the brotherhood to go underground in these mines mm-hmm. and they're going to collapse it on them like that's that's yeah. i feel like we're trying it's, to convince ourselves that the responders would win because that we they like could them. do it well, yeah, we're trying to, I mean, trying to make it seem somewhat you know uh an actual fight instead of being like responders like uh yeah we're, we're good what you guys want? You know? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I don't think they would win on their own. I don't think they would win on their own just because there's some good points. I think like, if they got extremely lucky in a series of battles, that they could overtake the Brotherhood of Steel. But I think their run- luck would run out eventually. I, I just, like, yeah, yeah, I don't see it as a sustainable solution for them. No. Aha, we can slide down poles better than you can, Brotherhood. Take that. <laughs> 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 uh. Well, they make, you know, they can make cans, I think. So maybe they could just get them all wasted on something. And uh-huh. your brotherhood, we surrender to you. <laughs> Here, you want, want a little parting gift? Ah, party favor? Parting gift. Uh, I see what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> parting, get it? Do we have anything for the brotherhood, or do we know? We already know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just yeah, power yeah, armor, lasers, yeah, yeah pretty law. much. I mean, also, do we, have the do we want to include the giant airship or yeah. that uh, that's adding too much? Like, that I'm, was, I'm that thinking, was later. I'm was also thinking too, I'm also thinking too, in terms of like who would outlast each other or who, not just who would beat each other in a fight, but then who would able to be able to continue longer if they did win. And I still think mm-hmm. the Brotherhood would outlive the responders too, in that case. Well, they have better but, protection. They have the resources already. Because they took them from everyone. (laughs) So, our vote. Uh, Gendrino. Brotherhood. Uh, Jaxus. Brotherhood, yeah. Romer. Yeah, I can go with responders. Are you? Tasty lady. (laughs) I would go with brotherhood. (laughs) 3v1. Brotherhood advances. All right. Bold choice, Romer. Yeah, I like it. Well, I mean, you know, didn't didn't want to just, you know, let the poor responders be sitting there like, oh, we're picked last. Hey, listen. I I felt bad going against them. Guys, guys, here's the thing. They're all dead. They don't care. Yeah. (laughs) No, they're they're coming back. I mean, you've seen. Oh, great one. What is our next on the docket here? The next one, and this is going to be a surprise because I just thought of this while we were all talking last one. Uh-oh. We are going, the next one, the Commonwealth Minutemen versus the New California Republic. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. Okay, so the Minutemen, they have artillery. Mm-hmm. They also have the ability to call additional soldiers over in large mass, and if the time is taken to equip them properly, they could be quite the force, especially mm-hmm. against the NCR. And definitely know what's going on at the settlement. Yeah. <laughs> and they have probably have the people behind them as well. Had to throw it in there. Right. They would have the people behind them because, you know, they represent the people. They protect the people. Yeah, and they don't have taxes. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's got a map. In New Vegas, people are like, oh, Legion versus NCR. I don't know. The Legion doesn't have taxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So taxes matter to people in post-war America. Let's be real. I mean, you gotta part with those bottle caps. This is, actually, this is a good one. This is a tough call. Yeah. Because uh, so I feel like I, I need some even. background on the other team here. <laughs> the NCR. Yeah. So what 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 does the NCR have in case of like? Um, do they have any larger weaponry? They got. Tanks. Well, they're Rangers. Yeah. No, they don't have tanks. Well, they're not necessarily the Rangers. The Rangers and the NCR, I believe, got together to face against the Legion because they were such a threat. Mm. Thank you, Lore. <laughs> I'm just doing some reading up on the NCR right now. I mean, there can be swaths of silence in the recording because we can cut that out. Cut that of out, course. yeah. I mean, honestly, NCR has some of the best-looking uh, um, armor. Oh, if you include the Desert Rangers? Yeah, the armor is legit, man. It's great. That's what I'm saying. That's what Mm -hmm. I'm saying. Mm -hmm. What about the Minutemen's ability to mobilize? I mean, all they do is run around, help people, boom, they get another settlement. Well, I I do like that. I mean, the NCR is going to be more organized, so they're probably always going to have you yeah. know more people on hand until yeah. But that's the, that's the whole bureaucratic thing, you know. Like, oh, we need to get a team mobilized over to this area, stat, because there's a ghoul infestation over there. Well, you mm-hmm. better submit the the proper paperwork and it yeah. better get approved. And you know, that's true. Like, yeah, it never got approved. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Minute like, man, just go. Yeah, man. They've got, yeah. they've got a two-headed yeah. bear on their flag. Yeah, their their bear is stupid. I think he's actually kind of cool. You would say that, Sassy. <laughs> I like the bear. Sorry, I'm a Californian. Okay, honestly, I was leaning NCR when we first brought it up, and now that we're, we're thinking about it, I think a Minutemen might actually give them a run for their money and overtake them without them really being aware that it was going to happen. Artillery is a big difference maker. It is. I it, mean, it, it is a it is a game changer. But I feel like impressed I've, in Garvey. We can't yeah. forget him. I mean, he's, he's going to win it by himself single-handedly, but I feel like the NCR is going to pick on the Minutemen because they don't realize that they do have that ability to mobilize and, you know, bring in the troops and, you know, they're going to find out who they're really fighting. Good Lord. It's true. They do have a sizable army, but I mean, we're not talking about the size of the entire NCR army versus the size of the entire Minutemen army. That's a little bit unfair. No, but just abilities, no, tactics, no, differences, there. you know I mean? Um, I like the Minutemen's, you know, point of view on things. They're just trying to help each other get through. Yeah, I feel like in terms of action, the Minutemen would overtake the NCR really easily. But I also feel like if the NCR, NCR, if there was a platoon of guys that had even a, a little bit of time to think ahead, 
they could easily lure the Minutemen into a trap. And could they hold something once they've gotten it? It's one thing to get it. Well, Mm -hmm. there's a little blurb here that I'm reading. It says, overall, the Republic can readily describe... I'm sorry, can be readily described as the most advanced entity in the post-nuclear North America, while smaller organizations do possess more advanced weapons, armor, and tools. No one can rival the Republic's agricultural industry, economy, and military. I don't know. I I never once thought about it that way, but I guess they are, you know, more advanced, but larger. So they do have have that going. So that's actually a very valid point think about but also the thing with the ncr is while they do have a sizable amount of people not all of the people in the ncr have well they've all received training but not all of them were very good like there are a lot of people that are out there repping the ncr with the uniform and all does that. the ncr have a solid supply chain it depends yeah, on the do. region yeah well yeah yeah depends on the region too if it's the minute like, man have a solid the supply chain. Do. Further west, the further west you go uh, NCR has has more reserves, but, the but I mean, isn't that the isn't that the whole idea though of like Preston sending you out to make all these settlements just so that you get everybody like all these settlements you get them built up and everybody's doing their thing and then you set up all the supply lines between the settlements and then that's boom, what I'm thinking. Yeah, you have all that at your disposal. That's a good point. So it comes down to economics. Anytime you're dealing with that much of a scale of a war it's going to come down to you know their version of what we would use oil for you know mm-hmm. oh, what what keeps the army moving food uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah if you don't That's... have food you don't have an army yep yeah. hmm. it's kind of a toss-up mm-hmm. with the two of them because they both have pretty good solid supply chains it would be a yeah. long war of attrition between the two of these it groups. really would it really would for them that would be a tough one. They're pretty even keeled, you know? I mean, as far as armament, I mean, yeah, so NCR's got a little bit heavier armor. Um, but the Minutemen, you know, I mean, with their Mountaineer-type tactics, you know, they got their own little edges here and there, you know. It's, but at the same time, you know, the other guys could be learning the same stuff. So this is a tough one. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Vote. Let's put it to a vote. Gingerino, you're first. I'm going to go with Minutemen. I think they'd be able to pull it out in the end. It might be a surprise, but I think they would if it was like just a platoon versus a platoon. Jaxus, your turn. I'm going to have to stay with the Minutemen. Um, Obviously, I'm going to have issues with leadership. (laughs) Yeah, since the the player is like the general of the Minutemen. Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> okay, if I did it, then yeah, I would go with the Minutemen. I'd rather be with the Minutemen than the other one. Romer, your vote. Hmm. I'm yeah, I'm kind of up in the air. I'm I'm gonna have to go with the uh, NCR just because of the uniforms. That's the tiebreaker for me. Sassy lady, <laughs> your vote. <laughs> Uh, I'm going with the Minutemen. Three-one again. Minutemen yeah. win. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 
Let's recap what we, we've we, got so far. What, what do we have so far? Major upset so far. Enclave, Brotherhood, and Minutemen. Minutemen. Okay, so what do we have left? We got the Raiders. We got, yeah, we got the Raiders. We got House. Raiders got versus House. House. Raiders versus House. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay, so let's see. Mm. All right. Well, when it comes to to the Raiders as a faction, um, I mean, honestly, it's it's survival of the fittest. You know, survival. You know, might makes right and stuff. Um, they pretty much as you progress through the game, their tactics and their uh, equipment gets better. Uh, games, I should say more, but like, because uh, event, you know, Fallout Four. When you're playing them, you know they're actually using power armor and they're using um, uh, <laughs> mini nuke launchers and stuff like that. So um, it really depends upon where you're at with the raiders. Where I guess where the raiders are at, because they some raiders do use the technology available to them. Some of them mm-hmm. get hyped up on drugs and start swinging them. Uh, a lead pipe. So, right. Do they have but, a supply chain? <laughs> uh, whatever they can scrounge up. Whatever they so. can steal. Yeah, whatever yeah, they so, got. But they are hyped <laughs> up on drugs, so it kind of gives them a different kind of crazy element and unknown. Well, it's that it's that lovely thing of like you know, on the plus side, they're hyped up. You know, they're 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 whacked out on drugs. On the minus side, they're whacked out. They're whacked out on, on drugs. drugs. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like we're dealing with low intelligence here. Um, hmm. But also right, at the same so, time, you have, you know, you you get a uh, a charismatic leader, and then you have a pretty good group of of raiders, and then you get like a, a name group, you know, like the cons or you know whatever, um, you know, an organized group of raiders. A good example would be like Nuka and stuff. You know, they they yeah. have the great cons. All, the great cons so. are raider tribe. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, man. That's like if you get someone in there who can mobilize these raiders, even for just a short bit, like that's a significant force on your side. It is a big force. I mean, if you think about the ones that were in Appalachia, you've got so many different personalities running the raiders. Yeah, you know, I just exactly. think like you I know mean, the diehard. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But I mean, like yeah, the I mean, diehard. Hey, mind you, we use them as their own thing, but that's because they were that good of a faction of uh, raiders. They yeah. were that big too. Yeah, they're freak everywhere. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, any any group of uh, of raiders, for lack of a better term, or you know, scoundrels, whatever you you know, it, it's technically speaking, they're a raider. But yeah, itself. like there's no like they're not like a a faction on their in their normal sense. There's no raider convention that happens every third Tuesday of the fifth month in the year or something. It's just. <laughs> I'd oh, love that to we're it, aware though. of. That we're aware that, of. Yeah, I see you. <laughs> you know. <laughs> that would be great. He'd just wander upon this in the wasteland. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Raider Convention. <laughs> Jeffrey bought cupcakes. It's lovely. Thank you, Jeffrey. He went to all of those little grabby machines and waited at each one. <laughs> and he found the perfectly preserved pie. So thank you, Jeffrey. You will be beheaded quickly. <laughs> so background well, on our next subject. Mr. Skin and Bones. Oh. Oh, Mr. House. 
over in the auditorium, we're going to have a skull fang will be teaching us the proper ways of swinging a lead pipe. There you go. So what advantages does Mr. House have? He doesn't even need to feed an army. All he needs is power. Well, yeah. I mean, he has this big, huge robot representation. But not only that, but the man-made, you know, what? Anti-missile, you know, nukes or whatever to protect a city. So that just having that type of ability to do things like that, that goes a long way. Yeah, I mean, you're dealing with something that is autonomous. Mm-hmm. Now, here's yeah. a question I have. Can the Securitron robots that Mr. House have, can they make other Securitron robots in a factory? Because raiders can make more raiders. That's true. <laughs> Takes a while, but they can do it. <laughs> well, they just go Maybe out and like, raid a settlement and convert everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. That works as well. <laughs> it works faster. Well, yeah, and a Securitron robot can't do that. They can't walk into a town and be like, hello, will you become a Securitron robot with the rest of us? <laughs> well, well, wasn't that part I mean, of the whole element it? of using, if you were to go with Mr. House, wasn't it part of that was he was able to uh, start up all of the equipment and able to make more? Yeah. You just have to start the factories back up. Yeah. So, so he would have essentially, a- he would have a limitless army. So we have an Endless amount of raiders versus an endless amount of Securitron robots. Yeah. Who would win? Who That's would a- die? <laughs> no. Find out next week. We're going to have this one be our cliffhanger. Dang, I'm actually stuck. <laughs> it, it's a good pairing, isn't it? It is a good pairing. I think I have my answer so far, but we'll see. Okay. Should we vote? vote for the final spot in our final four? Yeah, and yes, I have made a bracket while we've all been talking about endless amount of Raiders. (laughs) Gingerino, your vote. Raiders or House? Simply because of the complete lack of structure and the fact that they are all just looking out for themselves, I cannot vote for the Raiders. Whereas the Securitrons, they are just a, a robotic powerhouse, and all like he can program them to just kill. So I'm going to go with the House Securitrons on this one. Jaxus. I definitely have to go with House. I have to go with House. It's cold, it's calculated. Romer, your vote. Um, two of the groups that I really like. Um, hmm. I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, gonna have to go with sassy on that one. Gonna have to go. <laughs> House sweeps Raiders. That's the end of our final four. I'm. Oh, I'm excited that these are the four that are gonna go against each other. House. This doesn't even harder. What really sucks about all this is it's like it's making trying to shuffle the deck and come up with a new grouping here. Let's see what we get. Yeah, play the games more and more. It's like God damn, man. I'm like, yeah, want to get back to Vegas, New Vegas, and yeah, yeah. So tell me when to stop. 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 Damn it! You beat me to it. (laughs) Son of a gun. So our number one seed for next episode is the Enclave. 
Woo-hoo. They will be they will be facing number four, the Commonwealth Minutemen. Okay. Our number two seed is House versus the Brotherhood, which we sort of saw it in Fallout New Vegas, but it's gonna <laughs> we're gonna make it a whole lot better. <laughs> Host Mavericks Maverick, these have been my compadres that love the Enclave. That I have no bias towards the Enclave. <laughs> wink, wink, hint, hint. Please win. Please push them through over the Minutemen, which I don't. I don't care for Preston Garvey in his in his quest. I want to kill him. I'm gonna vote Minutemen every time now. Yeah, he got it. <laughs> Dang it! Dang it! Well, hey, anyway, Sassy, they... do you have uh, socials you can throw out? You can find me on Twitter at SassyLady1103. And I'm on Facebook, but not as much for Fallout. It's like Twitter's all Fallout, all gaming content. Gingerino. Hi, I'm Gingerino. That is all. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want to find me on Twitter, I'm at Gingerino42. I also do a lore podcast on the uh, Vowed and Pillars of Attorney games. You can look into that there as well. Um, there you go. I don't know. We, I, we don't have to include that. That feels a little too self-promoting. I don't like that. I, I don't see how what's a big deal. It's about all of us, right? Okay, okay, okay. All right. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I, I got it. It just felt really you weird. Are, so, okay, you brag will... about yourself for a minute. It's always going to be weird. Hi, um, I'm Jaxus. I am at Jaxus1975 on pretty much most social medias, except for Facebook, of course. It's just Jaxus at 1975. Or, of course, I had to say at again. I can't help myself. It's at. <laughs> I, you know what I should do is I should go to Facebook and then just put the at on there just anyway. That way I can keep it all. I'll just won't forget again because I do that. <laughs> I, oh, it's just not my fault. Thank you for joining us here at the Fallout Roundtable. For showtimes, please check the details below. And if you would, please help us by writing a review and leaving us five stars. Thank you and good night. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. How well do you know your video game lovers? Have you ever wondered how your video game bays stack up against all the other delectable digital dates? I'm Genesis, the girl whose motto in life is love, laugh, tequila. And on Two Girls, One Ship, we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. And I'm Vervada, the hopeless romantic cat lady and lifelong gamer. But you should know that our podcast centers on character and romance analysis and doesn't shy away from exploring the fun of physical connection. Or from the deep emotional connections built between two characters, using specific in-game dialogue and the overall narrative journey. So join the two girls, one ship, shipsters, and remember... Beauty is in the eye of the controller.